Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What Happens in the Woods is a true crime podcast. We discuss events that are often violent in nature. Listeners' discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the campfire, friends. We're so thankful to have you with us as we wrap up the season. We are entering the end of our sixth season. Hi, Bryce. Hello. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Yeah. Yeah? Time flies when you're having fun. Time flies when you're having something. Unimaginable fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so while we won't have any new regular season episodes for a little while, we are going to take a holiday break. Uh, Patreon WTFs will still be going strong. So head on over there to get signed up for the chaos, otherwise known as WTFs. You don't want to miss out. If you're not signed up already on Patreon, you are missing out. Yes. My friends, you're missing out on the... The fun. The shenanigans. The the fuckery. Yes. Yeah. All right. Do you have any announcements? Um yeah, UK still in the lead. Awesome. Thank you for listening. What else? What else do you have? A couple new ones. Oh yeah? Yeah. What what are they? One, two, three. Number five. Mm-hmm. Italy. Oh. Italia. Number seven, mm-hmm. Wild Guess. God, I have no idea. Jamaica. Jamaica? Yeah. Is it because we were talking about... No, because that was on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Where'd you come from, Jamaica? Hello. Someday I would like to come and visit you. Someday. Yeah. We could do a live WTF in Jamaica. That would be the dream. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Let's make that happen. Yes. Yes. And then just an interesting one way down there is Kuwait. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I I would have never guessed that in a million years. Yeah. We welcome everybody. Well, yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah. We, we hope you keep listening. Welcome to the campfire. Welcome to the campfire. Sorry, I'm sicky.
Yes, you've got that. Uh, the that, crud, whatever's going around. Yeah, the nastiness. You're very nasally. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's okay, you won't be talking much. I'm Squidward today. <laughs> You're Squidward. <laughs> what? <laughs> SpongeBob. Oh, yeah. Well, I will say this, you know, usually in the United States, Washington is number one. Yeah. Hello, Texas. Oh, fuck. <laughs> number two? Florida? Hello, Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. Oh, hello. Yeah. Number okay. three? Hmm. New York? Washington's not even the top three. No. Wow. All right. You want to see number four? What? Hello, Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. All right. Wow. Are people just traveling for the holidays? Is that what it is? <laughs> I, I think oh. that's what it is. I, I can't imagine. You want to say hey to number friends. five? What's number five? Utah. No. I'm not kidding you. Yeah, people are traveling. Number that's, six? That's the logical reason. Number six? We can't possibly be popular in any other states. California. Okay, well, that one I get. Okay. Number seven is Washington. Damn, number seven? Number eight? Hmm. Colorado. Are you going to go through all 50 states? No. Okay. Honestly, like our top three has changed drastically. Yeah. I'm, I really am feeling that people are traveling for the holidays and that's why. Maybe. Yeah. Thank you for traveling. Thank you. Thank you and be safe. Be safe. Yes. You don't want to end up on the podcast. No. I didn't mean that oh. either, but just be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Be safe. Be safe. Wow. Well, thank you everybody for listening. We hope that, you know, speaking of holidays, you guys enjoyed your Thanksgiving and had a good time. And um, also do not forget that it is uh, like indigenous people's month. Yes. Yes. That That's a big deal. That That is a big, actually, I'm not being a shitty, like I'm not trying to make a joke. That's a big deal. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I, I actually like that we are making... Like that there's recognition for that now. Bryce is showing me the the uh, United States maps of where we're, like where everybody, Texas is loud and proud. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Very represented. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, welcome, Texas. Welcome, everybody. We will, we will gladly take any and all people who want to listen to us. Hello. Yeah. All right. Any other updates? No, I'm just having fun. Okay. I mean, it's, yeah. we're closing it out. Might as well recognize everybody. Yeah. No, I think it's yeah. awesome. Um, I did want to say, because I know Christy is listening. Christy what? and Beth. But yeah. <laughs> um, we're, we started Shining Veil, Christy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my fucking God. I I don't know what it is about weird shows that I've been watching. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm on a trend right now, and that has just quickly, I don't know. I'd, we had to stop watching because it got late, but we'll be finishing that up. It's, yeah. it's an interesting concept. I don't think I don't think that there are many shows that could kind of go into that. It, it, it's hitting a lot of hard topics, yeah. and, and then it's also talking about, you know, ghosts and spiritual not spiritual but like uh 
Oh my God. Why am I having a brain fart? What's the word? Like hauntings? Hauntings, but yeah, there's um, supernatural. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, very comical. Like there's a lot of comic relief. I don't know. It's 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 not for everybody. I could say that, but if you don't mind, um, if you don't mind cussing and just weird topics, then you might like it. It's a good show. Or realizing that you're old. Oh my god! Yeah, that we kept saying that. Well, there is no, now. Let me say this: there's nothing wrong with people aging. I I get more irritated when people. I don't know. They talk about things as if we're not supposed to get old you you are supposed to get old there's a circle of life here right it's just very hard when you're like looking at people and you're like oh shit like that that person is has aged along with me you know what i mean i i think we tend to look at actress actresses and actors and immortalize them mm-hmm. you know and and we do we they're immortalized forever in a movie or a tv show or whatever but you realize like as you've been aging and you're getting older the people that you used to watch when you were a kid and and you know you felt a certain kind of way or you liked their acting or whatever you thought they were hot or cute or whatever they're aging too <laughs> and, yeah. and it puts your age more in perspective i guess yeah yeah it was it was kind of hard to watch a little bit because <laughs> I was like, fuck, I'm, I am old <laughs> because all these people that I used to watch as a kid are now older. They're old. Yeah. But I like seeing people that I used to watch on TV that I really liked, you know, like Judith Light. She's in that show. She was on Who's the Boss for anybody who doesn't know. And I really liked that show. And then she just kind of seemed to disappear. She did a lot of like TV movies for a little bit. I know she was on a soap opera prior, I think prior to Who's the Boss. She was on. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think she was on General Hospital or. Uh, nothing nothing I don't exists before I was born. That's how I look at the world. Okay, well, Who's the Boss came after you were born. So. Mm-hmm. But if like, I didn't know she was in a soap opera before it didn't exist. Well, it wasn't before you were born. <clears throat> <clears throat> Before I I watched. Okay, well, that's good for you. Yes. I live in your la la land. I it's do. fine. <laughs> but yeah, the show is good. I would recommend it. So, all right. Do you have any other announcements? Am I supposed to? No, I'm just asking. Uh, no, no. Your turn. Okay. Well, I have an announcement. Uh oh. You already knew this. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, next season. We are going global. We are? We are. While the Pacific Northwest is, you know, the basis of the show, obviously, yeah. um, we are going to expand and we're going to broaden our reach, so to speak. So what happens in the woods, we'll be sharing cases from around the world starting next season. We are gladly going to take any suggestions from any anybody. If there's any cases that you would like us to cover does not have to be Pacific Northwest related. We're going to cover anything and everything. So yep. send them in. Send them suggestions and get ready to go global. It'll just match our WTFs. Yes. Anything will. and everything. Anything and everything. It's, it is time to uh, broaden the horizons. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. We got not one, but I've got two cases for you. Uh-oh. Yeah. Both of these take place during the holiday season, 
And both of these are unsolved. Oh. All right. That's very frustrating. It is very frustrating. And they're not recent either. These are both kind of older cases. So, Come on, campers. We can do it. Oh, somebody knows something, as they always say. All right. So the first case that I have for you is um, that of missing grandma, mom, beloved family member. Um, so Sharon Sherry Anderson, she was 50 years old when she disappeared. She was in living in Stanwood, Washington um, with her husband, John, at the time. They had um, two daughters. I believe they were not from both of them, but um, they were her two daughters. And then she had two grandsons that were aged six and, and eight. And she loved her family. Um, she was described as very hardworking, but um, she was always there. She was always supportive. She was always there. And she would not have um, wanted to disappoint. She would not have disappeared willingly from anybody's life. She had worked in social services, so the Department of um, Health Social Services, for over 15 years, and she was dedicated to that job and helping people. It was a very important part of her life. And no one assumed or thought that she would disappear. And um, they're just there. She was dependable and she would not have willingly gone anywhere. So on the day that she disappeared, it was December 2nd, 2000. She had relayed to her friends that she, um, friends and family, that she was going to go run some errands. So she was going to get some breakfast. She was going to pick up uh, photos, as you used to have to do from the photo lab. Mm -hmm. She was then going to head to Walmart and she had Christmas shopping to do. So she was going to be making a drive about 30 miles down the road to the Everett Mall. There were plans later on in the day with her and her husband for dinner in Seattle. And then they were actually going to go to a motorcycle exhibit. So they were both into like Harley Davidson. Okay. Um, she had told her husband when she left in the morning about 9 a.m. that she would be back around 4, 430 so that they would get ready to go to dinner and, you know, their plans for the evening. Yeah. So John wakes up in the afternoon about four o'clock and... I'm sorry, about five o'clock and she's not home yet. So he starts looking around the house. Her car is not there. She had a Toyota um, 4Runner that was not parked anywhere around the property. And there were no signs of her. So he began contacting friends about six o'clock and asking if anybody had heard from her, calling family friends and nobody knew you know where she was if she had even made it to the mall like she has, had planned to do everybody was kind of aware of what she was supposed to be doing for the day but nobody oh. had heard from her oh. yeah so at 10 p.m one of her friends had driven to the everett mall and the forerunner was found parked in front of a mervyn's which is that's a blast from the past yeah and it's not known whether she actually entered the mall or if it was just parked there. Inside of the Forerunner, she did have a cell phone that was in the car. And then there was a firearm that she carried on her 
person for, you know, protection, it was in the car. Oh. It was very unusual for her to have left those things. There was no sign that she had done any shopping. So there was nothing in the car that led them to believe that she actually got any of her errands done for the day. It was found locked. Those things were inside of it. There was no sign of a struggle. There was no sign of any injuries, any blood, nothing that could tell the police what might have happened, where she would have gone, anything. So she was declared a missing person pretty much right away. There were searches from leads um, over the next you know, few days. This got out same day, really, um, and made nudes. And there were some calls that, you know, had some leads. There were no results. There were searches all over the mall area. There was um, volunteer searches that happened. The family kind of rallied and got, you know, members that sh- of, you know, people that she had worked with, members of the community. They distributed flyers. There was a lot of movement on this on the family's part. Okay. And nothing ever came up to fruition. There was nothing that panned out. Her bank accounts were never touched. Credit cards never touched. So there was no financial motive that they could see. Mm -hmm. There just really was no information. She just disappeared. There was no closed circuit TV or video or anything. So they never know if she went into the mall. So at one point, friends and family are knocking on doors and distributing these flyers. The police stated that without them, they really wouldn't have gotten as much traction as they did. But it's still, like I said, has amounted to nothing. And despite all of that, and within 20 days, they had a $20,000 reward posted for leads of any information. There is nothing. Zero. Zero. Wow. So her husband was looked at, of course. Uh-huh. It was found out that the year prior to her disappearance, he had asked for a divorce. Not really understanding this, but he said, quote unquote, need to progress his life. Okay. That was his reason for asking for the divorce. However, when talked to, family and friends said that there was no signs of of an unhappy marriage between the two of them. So really no idea why he had asked for a divorce or what that meant was that he needed to progress his life. The uh, year after yeah. her disappearance, he he again uh, he actually filed for divorce under the grounds that she was missing and later declared dead. So he was granted a divorce before she Died. was declared dead. I mean, people deal with it. Indifferently. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. No, and I, I can't. I'm not saying not to blame him. I'm, and the police obviously have not had any reason to suspect him. He yeah. has been cleared, so it's an interesting twist on it. I guess you would say it's yeah. a, it's an interesting bit of information, but it it does not lead to her disappearance or possibly murder. Other than that, there really have been no. Um, none of the news articles, nothing has, there's been no search warrants. There's been no possible leads. There's been no suspects. There is a article that I read, kind of a blog that I read that stated around that time that there were disappearances of women along the I-5 corridor, which we all know that might be related to, 
maybe a serial killer, and Everett is on the I-5 corridor. And about this time, there were a couple of people that, you know, could be suspects, if you're looking at that. She is indigenous, so Mm -hmm. she is um, part Cherokee heritage and white. Um, So there is also the aspect of the missing and murdered indigenous women. Yeah, that's huge here. It is huge. It is huge. And it it doesn't get discussed. No. You know, if if it does, it's frustrating because like in this case, there are no answers. Yeah. There are women who go missing, women and children. There are men who go missing too, but not at the rate that women, like young women, teenage women, young females that are indigenous, they go missing and nobody talks about it but their family. Yeah. If it gets traction, it's because it's, you know, somebody's taken up the cause, basically. Yeah. And we know a few people, you know, we know Carmita. Yes. Who who also runs a podcast. And this is what she does. This is yeah. what she talks about all the time. Yeah. And it's, it. if these people were not talking about it, it would not get talked about. It would about get no traction, yeah. Because the, the agencies, the local agencies don't communicate with one another. No. So police or sheriff or state patrol, whatever, don't communicate with the, you know, the the police forces that are at the reservations. Yeah. There's also nobody, nobody's talking about it because there's no story to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, there's nothing that you're, it's, it's, it's disgusting. But it is very true, as we all learned, you know, this past year, that if you're not blonde, blue-eyed, and white, your chances are you're not going to make news. Yeah. And and I think that, especially back in 2000, mm-hmm. very much the case. Yeah. So while local, you know, the, the Everett News, local news, might have covered this, I I don't think that it got coverage outside of that no, so if there actually. there is something to the i5 corridor. you know co- i guess the i5 corridor that that theory yeah well i5 runs all along the western part of this country so if if it doesn't make it out of everett news wise who in oregon would be looking for this woman who in california would be looking for this woman who in canada would be looking for this woman mm-hmm. you know nobody so when she was last seen, she was wearing a green jacket, blue jeans, and white tennis shoes. She's about uh, 5'8", and she has brown hair and brown eyes. And I will post, you know, the, the photos that we can. And um, she was placed on the playing cards mm-hmm. that, that they distribute in the, um, in the jails. Yeah. So she was placed on, the, on one of the cards. In hopes that maybe somebody coming through the jail Damn. would have any information. But like I said, she would be 72 years old this year. And it's been since December 2nd of 2000. 2000 yeah. With no answer for this family, for, for her children, for her grandchildren, for her friends that are still, you know, pushing information, pushing her information out to the public. Yeah. Yeah. So, terrible time to go missing right before Christmas. I mean, Any time, but especially around the holidays. Well, I think 
I think that's when you feel the loss the most. Yeah. You know, when, when you're supposed to gather with your family and your loved ones and you can't. Yeah. So yes, it's, it's not good any time of the year, but that I think it, it hits you a little differently when major holidays come around. So I, I, I think at this point that the family would just like resolution. Yeah. You know, there, there's that hope that you want to have keep alive that you, you hope somebody's going to return then. But I, I mean, all this time later, it's, I think the reality of it is, is any answer is better than no answer. So that is our first case that is unsolved. And after this break, we'll come back and we'll discuss the second. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our second case was recently featured on a local K-5 show called Unsolved Northwest. And this also happened quite a long time ago. So this is uh, December 18th of 1998 from Tacoma. So on December 18th, the bodies of Linda Tran, who at the time of her death was seven months pregnant, and her two children, so one-year-old Austin and nine-year-old Patricia, were found brutally beaten and murdered in their own home. In Tacoma? In Tacoma. Oh, wow. So Linda and her kids had stopped by where her father worked. He owned a auto repair shop. In the afternoon that day, they um, were going to go and have dinner with him at one of their favorite restaurants. And unfortunately, a customer came in to her father's auto shop. And so he ended up staying later. She ended up going next door to his home and began to cook dinner so that they could eat dinner there. While she was at his house, someone called the home to say that they had clothes and Christmas gifts for her children. Yeah. And to meet the person back at her house. So at Linda's house. Okay. That was about 7.45 when they left her father's home. They stopped on the way to her home at a local market. They purchased some fruit. And then by 8.15, they were home. Neighbors stated that they saw Linda and her two children come home. So her home was a duplex. The neighbor next door heard shouting and saw a man standing on her porch, yelling at her and threatening her with a baseball bat. So the neighbor saw the man usher her into the home and then told the children to come along as well afterwards. After they were led inside the home, the neighbor called 911. Mm -hmm. This neighbor, I don't know if it was he or she, they actually don't say in the article, The neighbor continued to hear yelling, crying, breaking glass, and was very, you know, told the police, you need to get here now. Not long after this call was made and the neighbor was describing what they were hearing, what they had seen, the home was rocked with an explosion. What? Yes. Is this the duplex neighbor? Yes. Okay. So Linda's home had an explosion 
the man who had been seen on the front porch and yelling at them to get in the house was seen running quickly out of the back of the house to a waiting car where he got into a dark colored sedan with a driver waiting for him and sped off. Oh, that's not suspicious at all. Not at all. It took police about 10 minutes to respond. So emergency services came about 10 minutes. The house was fully engulfed in flames. Oh, wow. And the explosion was so bad that it actually, after the house, you know, the fire had been put out and emergency services and medical services were able to get into the home, it could be seen that the roof was separated from the wall, the foundation, basically. Yeah. So they do determine that the house was set on fire due to an accelerant. Oh, no shit. Yeah. The coroner's report came back stating that Linda and her children were beaten, not necessarily dead when the fire was started. Yeah. And that um, their cause of death was smoke inhalation, actually. So there is a composite sketch of this male okay the information is very it's just not good so he's dark-skinned could be african-american could be asian male okay and that's really all they got that's very descriptive thanks yeah um it's it's i i just don't know that they're gonna get much from that and the composite sketch it i and i know this this is not this is a real thing. It is a real thing for people to have very long necks. It's an extremely long neck, extremely, <laughs> that is that is drawn. And the person that is drawn also is wearing a beanie. So if the person was wearing a beanie, you know, when the neighbor saw or any of the neighbors had seen this person, mm-hmm. it, who knows what kind of hair could have been long hair, short hair, curly hair, dark hair. It, who knows? Yeah. Who, absolutely. Who knows? The bat was found in the home. It was badly burned, obviously. And they thought that they could get, you know, any evidence off of it. The fire damaged it. Later on in 2015, there was a thought that they might be able to get some DNA evidence off of it. Yeah, I have not seen where anything has come back that they actually were able to get DNA and send it off to a lab to be tested. If they did that, they might be keeping that a secret. Yeah. And and we maybe just it hasn't progressed enough for the DNA to be able to be used. But that that is out there. It is still being looked at this case. So they they are still you know, there is somebody who's actively looking at this case now. Yeah. So the night prior to this incident to her death, she had called a cousin about 8 p.m. and stated that her a window in her back door had been broken. Oh. Her cousin called 911, called police. There was no sign that anybody had entered the home. Mm-hmm. And there was no sign of anybody, you know, around. Yeah. I don't know while it, you know, there's plenty of mention of that in in all of the articles that I read. I don't know whether the window had been fixed at this point of of when the incident actually ha- takes place on the 18th. Or if it was still broken, if there was a, a minor repair done, if, you know, what, what the state of the window was. Or call that landlord. Well, I mean, obviously this is how somebody got in. Yeah. So if, if the, the back window was broken out, chances are that is 
how the person got in. The, the theory is that the person was there waiting for them, obviously had called yeah. and said, I, I have presents for your kids. Whether she bought that story or not, or really thought it was true, I don't know. But the person had already shown up and put the accelerant all around the home. So Linda was in cosmetology school. So there is a theory that she she herself could have had the accelerant because a lot of, of chemicals are used with yeah. cosmetology that it, it wasn't necessarily something that somebody had to bring into the home, that mm-hmm. she maybe already had something that could be used for accelerant. I don't know on that scale, though. Yeah. I don't know that she would have had like gallons of something acetone or i mean to to set an explosion that size you would either need to put accelerant on something that would explode which is possible or have enough accelerant to run throughout the whole house to just blaze it up or he could have just i don't know if there was a gas stove and he just turned it on and and that's that could be it too the theory is also that the fire started towards the end beginning of the house because he ran out the back. Yeah. Police also theorized that he might, this person might have burned himself in, in this explosion. Mm. However, there's no mention it's mentioned several times that that could have happened, but there's no mention. Did they follow up with any emergency rooms or urgent cares in the area for a burn victim? I I would assume that this person probably had severe burns if if it went down that quickly. Maybe, yeah. I mean, that's very forceful to do damage to a home like that. You probably would have burned yourself trying to get out. Yeah. I chances are, I'm just saying. I I kind of agree with that theory, but I don't know what the follow-up was on that theory. So, unfortunately, Tacoma police are still they're asking for any assistance if somebody knows anything they did look at any anybody that she had had a past relationship with the fathers mm-hmm. of her children they have all been cleared yeah nobody is being looked at and however they don't know who called no and that was the other thing i was trying to look at was did phone records did anybody i mean if it if there's a phone call made, even in 1998, they could trace a call. Yeah. The, you know, the phone companies could tell you who called in that line. Maybe Tacoma wasn't that advanced. I don't, I, know. I don't know. But we had, in 1998, we had caller ID. Yeah. Not everybody had it, though. Remember that? You had to pay for that. That's true. You did. Yeah. It, it It's a but I'm just saying, if we had caller ID, the, the telephone companies definitely had caller ID. Yeah. They, they could trace stuff. So I am unsure. And maybe that is why. Well, yeah, exactly. Did they want to? No. But maybe that is why some of the, um, it, like, that seems like a logical thing to me that the police would maybe keep under, you know, keep close to themselves. Because that's it's a possible lead, but Maybe. they they can't definitively do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. Because just because you find a phone number doesn't mean that you're going to find the person who called from that phone number. You know, what if it's a pay phone? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gather round, children. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you a story of the days of old. Yeah. 
it is it is unfortunate. But I agree with a lot of what seemed to be hinted at in in news articles is that I would think this is a crime of passion. Not only did you brutally beat and murder a pregnant woman, mm-hmm. but you did it to her children as well. Yeah. Somebody was mad. Somebody was, you know. Somebody was mad, mad. Mad, mad. Somebody needed a fucking timeout. Yeah. They were so mad. Um, and I, I mean, that's a poor joke. But honestly, what does it take for somebody to not only do that, to do that to the person that you're probably mad at, but also her children? Yeah, that's that's uncontrollable rage there. Yes, or somebody sending a message. Don't come after free clothes. I don't know. I, I, there, there is a, a so a, you know, of course, police were looking at background. What, what would she maybe have done or gotten into, or did she see something? Yeah. They theorized that maybe she had like a gambling issue that she liked to frequent, play bingo. She liked pull tabs, things like that. So there's a theory that she may have owed people money that she couldn't pay back. That much money. <laughs> I don't think that people, well, I don't, I don't mean to laugh, but it's like a bingo addiction. Like how much, how much are you trying to pull there? I, I don't know. I mean, gambling in general, but it, if she, even if she owed people money, I don't know that somebody would lure her to her own home saying, I have gifts for your children. <clears throat> yeah. How much you're right. How much money would that, would we be talking in 1998 for somebody to do that to the children it it just seems uh, you have to look at every possible lead and maybe she saw something maybe the kids saw something i don't know but it had to have been something i you just don't do that to to a pregnant woman and her children over i wouldn't think over gambling money no that just seems like jealousy there Something, maybe a bad relationship, but. Yeah, maybe. I I could see that or I don't know. It, mm-hmm. it It's very, it's very uh, tragic and horrible way to. Well, she must have known who he was. I, that's, I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah, I think so. And, and even. Even the kids, maybe her her daughter knew who it was because um, there's one article that I read that said the daughter wanted to spend the night at the grandpa's house. And the mom said, no, these are Christmas presents for you. You need to come. Mm. So it's it's could be, I, I think that line of, of thinking is very logical to follow. So we're looking for a, a burnt long neck man. Yeah, basically. I I mean, I will show you the picture. It it whoever do this composite sketch, I I don't understand. Like if this is really what people gave you as a <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah. That's it." Wow. That is a very long neck. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He's shaped like a penis, too. It is kind of yes, especially with the the skull cap on the. So we're looking for a burnt penis man. A burnt penis man. A piece of shit. Well, you have to be. Come out wherever you are. Yeah. 
To do that to kids, yeah, to do that woman, to kids, you 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 kind of are a piece of Even shit. Even if the accelerant wasn't around, they're still a piece of shit. Well, yeah, because you beat them, you beat them and and left them knowing, knowing you, yeah, you lured them there, yeah, and then beat them with a bat. Come find yeah. me, bro. Was he got to be like sixty now? Um. Well, neighbors did say he was in his thirties, so. About that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not spring chickens anymore. So, no. I, I don't know. If I'd, it brings them out. I don't even know what I could do in a fight anymore. That's sad. I don't even know if I, I don't even know. You're old enough not to fight. That's it. Yeah. But, you know, shit still happens. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, it's, it's very sad. And her, her family, is still, you know, very much asking for questions. One of the things that I saw was there's only a thousand dollar reward for information. Oh, it's so little. Yeah. But I, well, but it, it it's sounds like very she came hard. from little means too. Like I don't think her family could put up a lot of money. You know what I mean? Her dad worked every day at an auto shop. You know, I mean, he he owned the auto shop, so I don't know. That doesn't that he mean didn't, he's making. Tons no, of money. I don't know that he was necessarily and making a lot of money. He's working at the auto shop, so it's and not they like, were they were immigrants, so they well, yeah. immigrated to the United States when she was six years old from Vietnam. Her mom, uh, right before this happened, had actually moved back to Vietnam. Why? Um, I I don't know. It didn't say personal reasons. I don't know. Maybe she had family members that were sick, or maybe yeah. Maybe she was only here on a certain visa and had to go. I don't know. I didn't realize they were Vietnamese. They were Vietnamese, yeah. Uh, it could be like a cultural thing, too. It could be. Um, it could be. Okay, maybe I don't want Vietnamese smoke. I, yeah, I mean, you're. It, I wouldn't want any smoke. What the fuck, man? <laughs> I'm just trying to get this guy to come out. Well, I there's got to be somebody who knows something yeah. is is the thing. You know, plenty of people saw this person uh, enough to make a composite sketch. Yeah. He was not wearing a mask. And it he was somebody who was obviously knew her dad's phone number. I mean, not everybody was that this is about the time when people weren't listing themselves in the phone anymore in yeah. the phone books. Um had her dad's phone number, knew she would be there. What's a phone book? Stop it. I, I, I've already said I'm old, all right? How much more do you need from me? Google it. Um, you know, knew where to find her, knew her dad's phone number, and was somebody that known to her to get her to come back to her home. Yeah. So uh, this is a, a personal issue. This is a personal crime. Most definitely. Yeah. So... If anybody knows anything, you really should speak up. There's just no reason to not give this family closure. No. None. Help us find the penis man. Yeah. Find the burnt penis man. And those, unfortunately, are the cases. I wanted to, while they are both recently being discussed, because it is the time of year that they've, yeah. they you know, disappeared and or been murdered. Um, it is, there are just as many more unsolved cases out there than what I can bring to light. They, they happen all the time. 
over and their names? So Linda Tran mm-hmm. uh, and her children, Austin and Patricia, okay. and then Sherry Anderson okay. is who is still missing. And, and we just, I, I want to, um, you know, offer thoughts and, and support to the family members for them. And, and for anybody who's, you know, missing a family member or has lost a family member due to a violent crime, nobody should have to do that. We shouldn't have to worry about these things as we're just trying to live our lives, daily lives. You know, Sherry was just going Christmas shopping. She wanted to get things for her grandkids it, you shouldn't have to think that this is the day that I'm going to go missing. There are so many other things in the world that are going on. We shouldn't have to worry about these things too. No. So if anybody knows anything, if you were living in Stanwood, Washington or Everett, Washington in the year 2000 and you maybe saw anything, even if you don't think it's anything and you haven't said it to the police, please call Everett Police Department. If you know anything, you know, you were living in Tacoma in 1998 and you maybe knew this family or had heard about this and you might have seen this composite sketch and you didn't say anything then, think about saying something now. And and you don't know. Maybe your information is exactly what is needed to put some resolution to this. Yeah. All right. Well, as we're getting ready to wrap up our sixth season, I just want to say thank you again. We are incredibly lucky and it's, it's been amazing to be able to do this. So we're going to continue doing what we're doing. We're going global. Send us your suggestions. Find us on Patreon. And if you haven't already, give us a review and a five stars. What the hell? Why would you not do that? Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Have good holidays. We will see you in the new year. And don't forget, stay out of the damn woods. Bye, guys. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.